I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, five patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Smithwistle. Welcome for another night of, of revelry, of, of, of just excitement and adventure. Um, boy, howdy. Uh, how, how time has flown and flow, flown, and how now the brute force shall fly as well, uh, because this part uh, is exciting and... Um, um, okay, well, I know, I know I say that every time, but, uh, you know, I just feel it. I feel it in my bones about every single aspect of the story. There were a couple of bummer parts, right? So Burgundy's drum kind of slow roll, and they didn't really solve all that much out there. Um, there was that weird part where, for some reason, Mirka uh, contracted reverse lycanthropy, and then, you know, we never really did too awful much with that. Um, but for the most part, I mean, the story has been just, uh, yeah, oh, just a, a one... Uh, just highlight real moment after another, um, and tonight, of course, is is no different. Um, as we uh, as we last left off, the brute force was in Vrim, um, you know, just kind of milling about, doing all the Vrimish things that one would do, um, with anticipation of leaving uh, the next day on a trip across all of Yorith to head to Hoster. So, I mean, but for for the time being, you know, it's another night in the big city. What are you gonna do? Uh, I mean, you're going to go visit the graveyard if you haven't been there yet, of course. you got to figure out where people are buried. Um, and while you're there, you know, enjoying the graves, um, you know, maybe speak some dark truths about the reality of the universe in which you live um, to your new compatriot um, who maybe hasn't heard any of that stuff. And if you do all of that stuff, ideally you do it in a delicate way and don't simply blurt it out um, through absent-minded forgetfulness. Anyway, that's all going to get sorted out. And then additionally, there will be a, a little uh, trip uh, on an airship. That's exciting, obviously, for everyone, uh, including all of the passengers on that airship. I sure will have just a, an, an outstanding time. And then, oh, the big ask. Uh, ask, I said. No, no, I said big ask. You don't, don't look at me like that. It's not rude. Someone asks the group to do something quite out of the nature to talk to an old friend, as it were. You guys are due to be leaving the city and heading off to Oster with Illy. Ilstrek Vilifar. Or I thought we were going to a graveyard. But yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, sure. Yanov was really all about going to a graveyard for reasons unknown to even me because there was. Yeah, we were waiting till it got dark. Mm, okay. Yeah. You guys can go to a graveyard. Sure. Yeah, sure. I, I made all these intricate plans, but yeah, go ahead. Go to a graveyard. <laughs> I didn't exactly make intricate plans. I don't know whose game you are playing in or you think you're playing in. <laughs> uh, okay. So you guys go to a graveyard. 
it's strange because there's not a lot of space. Like we, we said before, there's not a lot of space on this island in general. So the city has grown up a lot and has kind of grown over itself a lot. So there is a graveyard, but it's got an overhang. Like there is a like an archway over it, and then there are buildings built up above it. So it's not exactly like what you would think of like as a, as a standard graveyard with all the grass and the, the trees and the flowers and the sunlight. It's kind of like an alcove graveyard, kind of a letdown. Is it a fairly extensive graveyard, though, even though it's like underneath? It looks like it goes back pretty far. I imagine if they live on a tiny island, they burn their dead. Mm, well, yeah, maybe that's probably well, true. I was assuming it would be kind of like a mausoleum situation with like a few vases of, of special people dust, you know, and then mm. everyone else just gets burnt and scattered. Is there a, a knee-high mist? Mm, creepy. Or Cammy, a shoulder-high mist. <laughs> on Lola, a waist-high mist. <laughs> there is a various joint-high mist. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately went to a weed place. <laughs> I know. Well, it's both joint and high, so how could you not? So Mort says, hey, hey guys, watch watch this. And he lays down on the floor below mist levels and then slowly sits up and goes, Pretty good, they, huh? they, they all laugh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the graveyard. A lot of laughter. There are some concerned mourners looking over in your direction. <laughs> we're just here to do a grave rob. <laughs> Wait, is that Wait, no, we're doing? not. Nope, nope. We're not robbing any graves. Yeah, no, why did you bring us here? Well, listen, um, well, <laughs> we're here, so um, that's not out of a question, right? Do we need paraphernalia from the dead folks? Um, well... Not necessarily, uh, but you d- you never know what they've got on them, you know? Like, uh, people get buried with all types of things. We want to be welcomed back here. Do we really want to do this? <laughs> At least until we get Mort's cloak. Yeah, so let- let's get, um, like, our relics and various items and stuff before we decide to desecrate their dead. Yeah, you know what? Let's table. I'm in. I'm in on the idea of grave robbing, because it involves a thing I enjoy. Digging holes, uh, you know, excavating, and then re-excavating, which is what it's called when you put the dirt back in the hole. But let's table that for now, so that we can get our cool trinkets, and then we'll come back and we'll do a great, we'll do a grave rob, classic grave rob. So what are we doing here, Yana? You wanted to, to, I don't know what you want to do, to be honest. I just, I just thought going to a graveyard would be pretty, pretty cool. Like I didn't know how they handle that kind of stuff here. Uh, it looks like they used to bury people. But these the graves are all really freaking old. Look at this guy. Cleft McGloin, huh? Well, he's, he's been dead 87 years, it looks like. So, I mean... Yanoff, I think that's an, there's an R under all that under all that dirt. So I think it's Cleft McGloin. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Cleft is a much more common name around these parts than Cleft. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Cleft, John, Mark, all those real common names. Mm-hmm. Greg? Uh, I don't know. Aren't you guys ever curious about it? Especially... Especially, like, with all the, you know, extra stuff that we know about, you know, death and all that kind of stuff. Like, I was just wondering, like, is it going to be, like, spooky haunted? I haven't been to a lot of graveyards, but, you know, if you know that all these all these things that lived at one point are still kind of, like, floating around in there behind the skulls. It's like, you got to imagine that, like, you could feel some of that in this area. I mean, Cammy doesn't quite know that stuff Yeah, yet, what? So. What? Oh, oh, uh, hey. We, we got something to explain to you a little later. You didn't tell her yeah. about the fact that when everybody dies, they don't actually die, and they just are stuck there forever in a hellscape? We haven't <laughs> quite had a chance yet. 
Oh, uh, yeah, no. Oh, we need to hurry up and get this relic. Uh, I thought that's probably something you would discuss with a new friend. Right? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't understand the protocol of this whole well, situation. Uh, I mean, uh, it's... we have to gain mutual trust before we can spring this sort of stuff on each other. Well, I we kind of did it now. It's kind of it's kind of done now, and um, no, I'm fine. I'm taking it very well, and I'm very so, cool about it. So, boy, have we got some stories for you. To be fair, we don't know if it actually happens to a Katsune. We just know it definitely happens to humans. So you could be in the clear. And probably dogs. Probably dogs, he said. Oh, yeah. Oh, prob- probably dogs. Foxes aren't oh, super different from dogs. That doesn't make uh, that make me feel good. Uh, you said there was more, though. And how the fuck is there more than death being sort of a lie and everyone being in pain forever? That uh, there's there's some stuff going on with the the gods and the relics and the paragon murders and and stuff that um we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, looking forward to that. Okay, <laughs> real enigmatic there. Thanks. But yeah, so there's there's definitely some freaky stuff going on with death. Uh, having had some first-hand experience with that and blocked it from my mind for several years. <laughs> but no, it's all, all good. I've, I plan on avoiding it just as much as I would have before, but now there's sort of an underlying intense fear, so that's fun. Yes, yes, don't, don't die. It's not good. We should put that slogan on a t-shirt right there. That's words to live by. Uh, yeah, nope, nope, go, still not gonna die. Uh, it's, you know, try to avoid that. In fact, if you see this grave here for, uh, Urgle Chicklemorph, it says, I died, it wasn't good. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, Urgle? Oh, Cammy, like, shuffles up to, to Urgle, uh, Chicklemorphs and takes some daisies out of a, an undisclosed location and lays them nicely down under the fog. So Urgle Chicklemorph now has daisies. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to respect to Urgle Chicklemorph. Uh, the long line of very famous Chicklemorphs. Yanoff leans over at Ezra and he goes, do you think it's okay that she steals flowers from other graves to give to, like, grave did it redis- <laughs> like redistribution of flowers? I understand, like, the idea of the redistribution of wealth of, uh, of flowers. Listen, but- it, it, it's kind of a gray area. That's kind of where we operate. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're more of a, in, in my family's tradition, we're more of a put a stone or a pebble atop the gravestone as opposed to to the flowers. It's more of our, it's more of our vibe. Okay, this has gotten real depressing in a way that I didn't expect in a graveyard. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, hey, we probably got an early, uh, early airship to catch in the morning. Maybe we should go get some rest or something. What do you guys think? Uh, yes, how about a, a pie nightcap before we head off? Ah. A nightcap! Ah, the old, the old crusty sleep eye. I love it. Oh, we do that. <laughs> All right, you enjoy some pies. A little sleepy time pie. <laughs> what what flavor pie. of night pie do we get? That is entirely within your own opinions. But I will say that the pie shop is is running a little low. So you're down to a blackberry. You have a nice lemon meringue. There's a mm. key lime option. I want a really savory British deep pea and beef pie. Tough shit. Mm. Yeah, they don't have that. It's nighttime pies. Dang. It's bedtime pies. Yeah, night, night pies. See, key, key lime, I wouldn't really consider that a night pie. Oh, hell yeah, it's a night pie. What? <laughs> key lime is the <laughs> night pie. With bright, with bright flavors like that, there's no way it's a nighttime <laughs> pie. A little bit of citrus. <laughs> Ezra has the key lime. Good choice. Sticks away from the, the lemon meringue because he doesn't know how flat the meringue is. It could have been sitting out all day. It probably has. Oh, yeah. You got to eat that meringue fresh. There also is a coconut custard. Just throw that out there. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Blackberry. 
coconut custard. How dare you? Okay. Well, I mean, there's a reason it wasn't eaten. Okay. I guess we'll eat our. I guess we'll eat our pies in solemn silence. And then we go to bed. Okay. Walk around in in silence, mountain pies, and head off to bed. All right. So you guys are roused the next morning by some uh, whatever they have in palaces that tell people where to go. You know those people, servants. Servants. We'll call them servants because that's what they're called. You guys are aroused by some servants, and you are informed that your airship leaves in about two hours. There's a meal downstairs, and uh, you guys know your way to the docks. A meal? A succulent morning meal? Pies with beef and peas? <laughs> it's a quiche option type thing. Excuse me, sir. Mr. Servant, what is your name? Uh, my name is uh, y- Yimmy. Yimmy Servant. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh... Thank you. Thank you, Yimmy. We will go have a delicious breakfast. Good day. Okay, thank you for involving me in uh, your breakfast decision-making process. I appreciate that. As she's walking away, Lola, Lola goes, I wonder how much that memories work. <laughs> <laughs> what's, our, what's, our, what's this breakfast situation? Lay it out for me, Miyazaki. We're going to spend the whole time talking about foods. Every <laughs> every imaginable quiche option. They are really up in uh, that quiche lifestyle around here. So Ezra has a mushroom and spinach. I feel like we should expand our palace beyond just pie. Ezra turns over with a mouthful of quiche and says, What what the fuck? What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) All of a sudden, the palace is deathly quiet. What'd you say, Mort? Nothing. I said, I love pie. That's what I thought you said. Because I was worried you might have said, The dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And that's saying something coming from me. (laughs) Sit down and shut up and eat your pie. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mort eats his pie. <laughs> Adam is dumb. He leans over to he leans over to Lola. He's like, "Yellow, before you know it, some bitch guy has eaten noodles." You like that? Lola jerks her thumb towards him. He's like, "Can can you believe this guy?" Swear to God, if a noodle comes anywhere near me. I'm going to lose my mind. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll hold me back. Cammy makes a note <laughs> in a small notebook about how this group is very pro-pie and very anti all other pastries. So she's <laughs> make, she's making notes so that she doesn't sort of do faux pas. Uh, but she is going to steal all these quiches and try to put them in her backpack. <laughs> yeah, because those will keep. So as you guys are, are munching down, Illstrak comes in and, you know, grabs a plate, has a little bit of quiche. Oh, hey, how are you guys doing? Morning, Illy. Good, my man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. I'm excited to get out uh, onto the open airs. It's going to be a fun time. I haven't been to Oster in uh, some time, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, where are all your new dead people? We went to the graveyard and all the graves were real old. Um, that's a strange question. Lola starts slapping Cameron's shoulders like, be cool, be cool. No, 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 it's, it's, it's real chill. You can't just ask people about their new dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you how, how far back into the, uh, to the graveyard area did you go, really? Because... You know, most of the of the of the prime like entry area stuff has been taken up for for several years. But uh, you know, you go far enough back, and you'll find some newer stuff back there. We uh, we made it all the way back to the Chickomorph Wing. Oh yeah, you know that's about that's about one uh, one eighth of the way back through there. This uh, that thing goes way back there. Oh, so there's a lot of the island that's sort of just for the for dead folk. Yeah, I mean, it goes down a cool. little bit underneath the the ground in some of those areas, but uh... where the water is? No, no, come on now. Let's not be foolish. Okay. How high do you think the water table is here? Come on. 
I'm sorry about my friend, Izzy. She thinks water tables are all very high with it's because of the red clay and the no basements where the part of the country where she's from. Can't really dig basements because of the high water table. But out here, we know the wells go real deep, my guy. Okay, so I'm just going to have a little bit of quiche and then uh, go ahead and <laughs> plan on getting on the road um, or the air road, as we call it, you know, in the business. So I assume you guys all want to uh, come on the, uh, the, the the fancy, you know, royal ship and everything like that. But there's other vessels if you would like to travel separate. It's kind of your choice. Uh, Ezra looks over at Mort and he says, I don't know, man. Some folks around here got weird, weird ideas about pie. Maybe they don't belong on the royal airship. <laughs> You know anyone like that, Mort? No. Good. We'll take the Royal Airship. Oh, that'll be wonderful. I, I look forward to that because then uh, uh, we can have some discussions. We can talk on the way. We can learn more about each other. It will be great. Yep. Yay. All right. Well, I will see you guys down at the docks in, I guess, woof, we're getting close, 45 maybe. Uh, and then we can head off. So, uh... Talk to you later. As he's walking away, Lois says, okay, bye. Have a good one. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll be nice to, to get back to Oster. Uh, that was where I, I grew up, you know. I don't know if I ever told you that. Do you but... remember any of that? Like, growing up? And it's it's faded with time, but I know that I grew up there. I'm sure some some parts of it will come flooding back. I mean, I, I wasn't in, like, one of the, the big cities there or anything. I was just in a small village. But uh, no, I'm, I'm sure it will bring back some lovely memories. I'm sure nothing bad could ever possibly happen. Do Do we want to have a conversation at any point about how we're gonna have to go and see Clash Tiger again? Um, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, Kami has no idea. <laughs> um, hold on, quick question. Um, that's the dead one. Yeah, that's the that that one's that one's dead. I I know that. I've traveled a lot and I forget things, but that one is a dead one. I know that that one is a dead one, which means he's screaming. So are you going to the afterlife where he's in constant pain? Lola, like Cliff, shut her muzzle. Is <laughs> like we have some things to talk to you about. Are you cool? Quiche is squeezing out the side of her snoot on oh, the other side, but she will she will nod. She'll try to be cool. Okay, so can we um like essentially take Cammy to a, a quieter place and kind of give her the rundown? Yeah, and we don't have to go through like the specifics of that because it'll take forever. That's good, because I'm sure none of us remember the specifics of that. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully it was because we didn't want to bore the audience who has already yes. tattooed most most yes, of this onto that, their that's exactly onto their arms and knows the uh, yeah. intricate details of yeah, all of yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. we could cut right to Cammy's reaction to learning all of this information. And that is pretty much it. She has huge saucer-wide anime eyes <laughs> and is fucking silent. <laughs> can't. So, so there's that. Uh, 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 now, well, you wanted an adventure. Uh, Listen, uh, this is gonna either go bad or great. And, I mean, either way, you're gonna get a great story for your book out of it. I mean, what what grander adventure is there than restoring the gods? I mean, really? Was this always a dream of yours, Cammy, to go on an adventure? I think it's uh, it's it's real funny that you guys are tr- still trying to sell me on the adventure. I'm sort of uh, coping with, you know, the fact that the entire paradigm I've known for my whole life's been a lie, and that's you know, love that, love that part of it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, great. It's uh, no, I hate it. It's very bad. Mm-hmm. Let's let's fix that. Oh, oh, hey! Last night or yesterday, I can't remember time anymore because sort of my brain is bad right now. 
I said a lot of things to the queen that didn't didn't fucking jive. So, uh, oh. Oh, yes, you totally lied to the queen. You didn't know you were lying to the queen. Oh, yeah, completely. Oh, God. So I I did that, and I've already kind of, yeah, I did it real bad. Y'all, oh, God, okay. No, good. Okay, I have to fix that. Oh, right. Good, good. And how long has this sort of been going on that you've known about it? Like, oh. Uh, kind of just before we met you. Oh. Probably like an hour before we met you or something, so we haven't had that long to process it. Yeah, that's a convenient turning point in a storyline. Yep, yep, no, that makes, yep, okay. Cool, 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 cool. And so Clash Tiger is alive in an Auster? Mm-hmm, yep. Excited about that. Okay. I believe he's in Alondia. Um, actually, actually, guys, well, uh, after you guys left, uh, you know, Gary was hanging out for a little while, and, uh, he, 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 he let me in on some information that I, I don't know if it was supposed to tell you guys, or if I was not supposed to tell you guys, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care what, I don't give a heck about that guy. Yeah, so he, he had been in Alondia, but they were, they were talking about Gurn, and about, there was a paragon still in Gurn that they were working on trying to get into contact with, and so I I think they went there. So we gotta go to we gotta go to Gurn, right? And and Gurn is in. I mean, of course I know. I'm just testing you, <laughs> you exactly where Gurn was. Oh yeah, right, right on the other side of the Shimmering exactly. Mountains. Exactly. Uh, right. Exactly adjacent to 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 yeah to to, uh, to, to, to Olandia. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's go to Gurn. Hey, what 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 was what's the name of a paragon in Gurn? I don't know. Uh, I don't either. That's uh, boy. How you think we'd all know that information, wouldn't we? Yeah, they're sort of famous. <laughs> name was Nandy Ruman. No, it wasn't that at all. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, his name was Drake Scrotal Fang. Ooh. <laughs> uh, did he yeah, get no. that one for himself? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those things were uh, uh they, they were i think it was kind of a i think it was kind of a uh just a just to scare people off really because if you're like if you're walking around with fangs yeah. on your scrotum like that's not a kind of that's certain people you know which which uh relic did he have oh yeah that's oh it was a, frost it was a great touch oh that's exactly right <laughs> I, I knew having a scholar along with us was a good idea. <laughs> hey, Cammy reads. What is Greed's touch? Is that like a uh, gauntlets? So they're gloves, and there are like certain magical attributes to these relics. Some of them, it's not really widely known what the relics really do because they aren't things that enter into battle very often because they are just incredibly powerful. Greed's touch, though, has the ability to actually manifest things. So these are gloves that have the ability to manifest items. That part was not in my notes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope that my my item is cool. I hope they give me something real cool. Uh, yeah, okay, but also, are, aren't we just giving it right over? But not right over, because oh. we still have to go to Gyarrior right after we I get mean, it. We have to get all the other ones, so I'm sure we could hang on to that for a, a while, oh, right? What if we make a fake one and we keep the real one? <laughs> Defeats the whole purpose you just told me about, but <laughs> sounds fun. Here we go. Now, at some point... We, we do have to go by and see Mirka, uh, since she technically still owns me. I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't run the whole, uh, That's giving, true. giving the oh, sword. Oh, oh, but didn't we, didn't we, we got a thing. We got a book. We got a book to figure out. Oh yeah, we have to go see Mirka. Yeah, because like, this is a big decision. I kind of have to run it by some people. I can do like little things, like decide on what type of pie I want. 
as far as giving away a relic? I mean, I told those guys, sure. Maybe we should work on getting Ezra his freedom. But that's the type of thing I'm going to have to run by somebody. Because I don't think that Ruth would want me to give that away. And I know America definitely want me to give it away. I mean, technically, Mecca still has to go to Oster and collect a new relic as well, doesn't she? Unless she already has? I, I don't know what's going on in that. Hey, with any luck, she's already dead. That traitorous piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kami raises her hand. The chair uh, recognizes... So you guys traveled with the new, the new, the other new Paragon? Because I also didn't know about any of that. Everyone's heard about Merka through there. Yeah, well... We were with her for a while. She also kind of betrayed us, so... I I wouldn't say betrayed as such as got a better offer, perhaps. Well, well, I did tell uh, Magpie that she was a were tiger, so maybe she's already been taken care of for us. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, what? And she did get a side with a guy who killed Jam too. It's true. That is true. That is true. Oh, all of my heroes are alive, and everything's bad, and the world's you know. <laughs> slowly dying and we're all in pain and i'm happy about it we'll fix it it'll be fine uh, no it'll be okay dreams always lead to disaster there cammy let's go board this ship that's true it's yeah that is true <laughs> jesus christ okay so you guys board an airship is there any pop or circumstance oh uh, yeah i mean there's like a parade all types of confetti yeah. uh, people are shooting off those little champagne cork bottle things that actually shoot confetti and they're just little champagne poppers ezra's high-fiving as many people as it's well. wonderful and you guys get back on the boat that took you here the airship that took you here and head on off towards Oster. Now, you guys have the opportunity, if you would like to, to play out any of the stuff that happens in the time that you are traveling. It would take you guys, I mean, this is clear across the world. So it would take you guys the better part of maybe a week and a half uh, moving at airspeed. So it sounds like there's a montage. <gasps> there, could, there could totally be some montage stuff happening here. Lolo was going to tr- uh, train magic stuff with Illy. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay. How would she enter into that conversation? Awkwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, he, okay. <clears throat> I like gathering all of her courage and stuff because she kind of is an idiot around this dude. He is, this is after you guys have, have like crossed over like probably the, the central continent. So he is veiled, but he is also like sunbathing. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> She would not go to update him while he was sunbathing. Okay, she would creepily watch him from afar. <laughs> okay, fine. It's some other time. He's, he's he's directing some people on where to put some oranges. It's <laughs> a very important job. Yeah, it's something you would not feel bad about interrupting somebody while they were doing. No. Um. Hey. Uh. Uh. How's it going? Oh, hey, Lola. Uh, you know we're making great time. Uh, doing really well. Uh, how's how are your accommodations here? Everything great? Oh, it's great. I mean, if you want to come and check out my room at any point, that's cool. But anyway, I had a question for you. Okay. Uh, I don't need to check out your room. I will tell you because actually, I I stay there usually. That's actually my room uh, traditionally. Oh, but I gave it boy. over. I figured you know the best for the best. You know, hey, uh, what is it that you would like to talk to me about? Uh, your sister said that you guys had trained with um my old mentor. Uh, Agarian. Yeah, no, when we originally uh, went uh, just to kind of get a quick assessment on skills, we did meet with uh, Agarian for a little while. He, I didn't, I wouldn't say, you know, train extensively with him, but I did learn a few things. Oh, uh, 
Well, I am without a master of the magical arts at the moment. Ah, and I need to possibly, you could work with me on a learning better thing. Magic. Uh, yes, absolutely. What sort of things are you interested in uh, expanding into? Well, uh, Agarian was very good at illusions. Um, I am okay at them. Uh, specifically though, I find that as soon as my, uh, companions get into a fight, I become a little bit useless. So, being able to help out in that capacity could be, uh, good for my paragon. Oh, okay. So are you thinking more along the lines of uh, additional uh, uh, arcane firepower, or just strictly like a ward-based situation where you can uh, protect those that you love. I would like to blow up shit. Oh, <laughs> that that is uh, actually one of my specialties. It's not the only one, but okay. Oh, God, that perfect. If I could train with you, I- I'm not sure if there's anything that we could do that you could help me out with. Uh, that'd be uh real. Sweet of you. Yes, uh, we don't have a lot of uh, blow-upable things uh, on deck is one of the problems. Um, we do have an extensive amount of oranges. I don't know why uh, we brought so many of them, um, which means extra barrels. Uh, so we could maybe work up a, 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 a catapult system to start launching some orange barrels, just do a little light target practice. Um, you know, it's more, it's more an issue of concentration than anything else. So... Uh, we could we could maybe work on a thing or two. She's very glad he's got a veil on then. Alright, so cut to the montage of orange shooting. Cool. Pew pew so pew. You try to pew pew a few of them, they don't go very well because as you like try to try to make your concentration like center it in and focus, like he tickles your ear with a feather or something. And, throw you off. <laughs> and she uh starts her nose starts just gushing blood. But eventually, after we hit the turning point in the song, you immediately start succeeding where you had previously failed, and even the feather is of no effect on you. You are steely-eyed in your reserve, and boy, those oranges get blown the fucks up. Sweet. So, congratulations, you has trained, uh, and I don't know, we'll see how that affects your character later. (laughs) Anybody else doing anything interesting on El Boto? Yeah, Ezra is sunbathing in his veil with uh, Illy, asking him about the yokes of uh, the, the of leadership. Oh, uh, I mean, you're going to learn, I guess, a lot about that being a paragon. Uh, it's, uh, it's heavy is the crown, uh, I suppose. I wouldn't know. I don't have a crown. Uh, heavy is also the wand, I, I guess, uh, and the whatever relic you're going to be carrying. Also, will probably be heavy. Listen, there's a lot of heavy things. Is what I'm getting at. Which which uh, relics are left in Ostar at the moment? Well, uh, let's see. So there would be. I have heard that uh, Murtime and Dindarest both managed to uh, reclaim uh, a relic uh, already. Uh, so that uh, that sort sort of starts to uh, dwindle the supply. I think a little bit from what I've heard. Uh, Murkheim received Bird Interest, which was uh, the, a great axe. Uh, let's see. I, I believe that they actually did go into um, the vault to start to release some of the 
uh, relics that had been used by Belladonna steel armor. And uh, they uh, gave one to uh, the new Paragon of Dinderast, uh, Death Embrace. And uh, what's left is uh, just a handful. Uh, there's Deception's Mask, uh, which is a, a helm. There's uh, Freedom's Grasp, which is a, a, a pair of gauntlets. Uh, Mania's Path, the uh, the Greaves of, of the Hyena. And uh, there would, uh, I guess, uh, Paint Practice would be the last, the, the Great Maul. Of the God of Pain. I want that one. I don't know what type of vibe. What type of vibe do you see me having, Billy? I guess I should. Should I be like? Should I be the type of leader that leads to like you know fear? Like oh, he's very large. Or do, you, do I want? You know, I want the common touch. Like you got, you know, like the bird wants to fuck you. Should I? Should I? You know, shoot for that type of vibe. Okay. Um. So listen, that's a. It's 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 worth it's worth considering. Uh, it is not guaranteed you will have much say, but it is important that you think about this in advance and know, I guess, kind of what your ideal situation would be. And it's, uh, I could see it being one of two for you. Um, I think the easy answer, of course, is Payne's practice. Uh, you being uh, the big, imposing, physical presence that you are, having a, a great mall, um, I mean, it would be, you would cut such an even more imposing figure, obviously. Um, How great is this exactly? Uh, scale of one to ten, uh, six hundred seventy-four. Oh, that's Damn. pretty good. Pretty, that's a, pretty, pretty, good. pretty great. Are we seeing great mall because it is like you know big? Yes, this is very large. Um, I believe the 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 head on that thing is I mean probably about uh, larger than Lola. Um, it's uh, it's it's hefty. It's a big thing. Your other option though, I I think your other option might be. Freedom's grasp, uh, something more armor related than than weapon related. You know, uh, it says a lot when uh, you, you you have a a paragon that is is focused on uh, protection as opposed to uh, you know attack. You know, so uh, that could be something. Are, are those perhaps fingerless gauntlets? Because I, I mean, Ezra has got this funky little gadget in in his finger, which may be impeded by the uh, the gauntlet. Oh yeah, my finger banger. Fires off a few rounds into the sky. No, no I mean the, the it's. Uh, I mean, probably you can adjust it as you need. Uh, I, I would imagine. I mean, it's a. It's. I would. I don't know a lot about these things. I've only uh, kind of passingly seen the bow a handful of times. Harmony did not tend to use it too awful much, but I, I, from what I understand, their physical presence is is highly malleable. Does that mean that that there is a paragon out there that has deception's mask? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, oh, that uh, one's uh, back in Oster too. Yes, that one would still be in Oster, and it's possible someone will gain that at this point. I would be, uh, I don't know, I'm of two minds. I don't know, uh, what they're going to do. They currently have enough, uh, to, to outfit, I suppose, everyone that has, uh, been put up as a replacement paragon at this point. Let's hope that not others get murdered. Well, it would only be uh, Drake's Fang at this point of, of Gurn. He doesn't sound like someone that's going to last a whole season, to be honest with you. Uh, well, we must hope so, because last man standing at this point. I, I have one more qu- clarification question. I thought Mania's Path was lost. Like, I, I thought they didn't have that in Oster. So, you... So, okay, off topic, or out of character. <laughs> not on, on topic, in, <laughs> in... On topic, out of character. Okay. So... Is Ki- so Cammy could ask that question because she would have been given that information 
handed down from a Garion that they be- that he and Clash Tiger have this other story for how the gods actually came to be where they are now. And yeah. that all revolves around Mania's Path, this set of greaves that were the hyena's relic being returned to the hyena and awakening the hyena from this state of death. So everyone is under the assumption that these still exist and that they are under council ownership and control, just like the other ones. So you could have said that because that's something that you would have thought, but you also could not if you didn't want to introduce that concept to Ilshrek. It was more me making sure that I, that me, Ray, the human person, didn't Got you. get the yes. story twisted because you mentioned it. Okay. You, you, Ray, the human person, would have been led to believe that they they are not there. Okay, all right. So if it turns out that they are actually not there, then that would lend some credibility to the Garion story. Which is the big is one of the big kind of like linchpin factors in why they made this huge push yeah. to kill off all these or or if, make Yeah, if it indisposed. is there, then the Garion and Klesterschweig are just psychopathic murderers. Yes. Is there a like books on this ship? Is there is there a library? Mm. Sure. Sweet. Um, are there any books on the Oster and that whole setup, like where they keep the relics? Because it's not in the Colosseum. That's where all the big, um, what's it called? All the big, not paintings, but all the big the windows. paragon. Like, yeah. Yeah. The windows. Yeah, yeah. Those. Yeah. That's where all those are, but I don't think that that's where the relics are kept. They're like somewhere under the council or something. Is there a book yeah. on that? Sort um, of I mean, there might be like something on, on like the like, general auster history and like architecture and stuff like that but i i would also imagine that as well read as cammy is she would probably have a decent idea of like this it's not something they keep super secretive is that you know there is a mages college in auster where all of the top tier council mages train and they you know they have all of their council shit happening there as well and underneath that just big spire of a building is a vault that they keep the extra relics in okay so she can read up on like or you said she already knows about the college of mages and the spire that it's under and everything okay mm-hmm. all right she's she's trying to like reverse engineer how to oceans 11 all these things out of the vault i love i love that instinct <laughs> that's awesome yeah. Well, okay. Well, we have we have a paragon that likes to dig holes. This is in the ground. I do not know why <laughs> everyone's not leaping here with me. Yeah, you also have a portable hole. <gasps> I've got a big hole. <laughs> we're going to use my big hole and we're going to steal so much stuff and I'm so excited about it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sorry. On it. And this is all in the shackled city, right? It's all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn. Got it. Cammy, or I suppose Ray, knows so much more about this podcast than any of us do. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Guys, I had to prepare to play the sage. <laughs> I did a deep re-listen. <laughs> okay, so if nothing else happens in the course of the trip over to Oster, we can fast forward a little bit. And so you guys get to Oster. Oster, more, have you been back to Oster since like you like undied? I don't think i would i've met i mean it's been i've been undyed for a long time so right. i may have passed through a couple of times okay i mean it doesn't look too dissimilar to how it looked when you or at least the shackled city doesn't look too dissimilar to how it looked when you were last here it looks very different to how it looked when you were young if you had ever been here pre austern reach it was kind of more like a, a if you imagine like ancient rome it was kind of that style of architecture huge 
columns and just big open spaces, right. uh, city gardens, that kind of stuff. The Shackled City now uh, is largely crystalline. So all of the buildings are opaque, uh, crystalline structures. Mm-hmm. And it, it just looks like a almost a, a natural growth of crystals, but just a, at a scale that is completely unnatural because these things are, are towering. But you guys land on an airship dock as they are want to have around here, and Illstrex. Okay, so so I have an appointment. Um, uh, all of the uh, mages, I suppose, court mages and council uh, have an appointment uh, to get to. Um, Shouldn't be long, hopefully. What is this appointment about exactly? Is it to do with the whole Paragon situation or, yes, or something I, else? Or is it classified? It's, uh, I mean, it probably would be from some, but probably not from you. Um, I can say they did not give a lot of details, but I know that it uh, certainly has to do with a uh, response to uh, the actions that have uh, put us in this position to uh, you know, have lost so many Paragons. And uh, also deciding, you know, what would be the appropriate uh, response and uh, how to parcel out the remaining relics in the best way. So are there any leads on who may be responsible for these murders at the moment? Hopefully they can tell us uh, some information on that. I have not heard anything. Yes, hopefully. Go ahead and roll Deceive. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have said it like that. I should have said yes. Uh, yeah, it probably would have still needed to roll it, but I probably wouldn't have asked you to. <laughs> I'm going to roll my shiny diehard dice. Uh, neutral. 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 <laughs> Do you have any bonuses to deceive? That's a good point. Yes, I have two. So, two. Okay. Illstrak kind of looks at you just kind of deadpan, and he says, Is there something else about how things happened with Clash Tiger that you haven't said something of? No, no, I mean, I was just wondering, um, you know, if if um, that Sand Elf had been caught or anything, or, well, you, you know, just just wondering. Oh, okay. The, the, I don't know if that I know the entire uh, story and situation. There was a Sand Elf that was involved. Uh, did we not mention that? that? When we got to the to the tomb, there was a Sand Elf and her jackal-y type friends. Oh, Tarabi, okay. Yes, Tarabi, that, that's the one. Um, <laughs> they they were the ones that trapped us in the the tomb, and then we had to escape via the wither glass, as you know. And you think these two may have been the ones that killed the other paragons as well? Uh, it's possible. I mean, we, we think they were definitely involved in, in Clash Tiger's death in some way, and Agarion's, of course. I, I cannot believe the fortune of uh, learning this. I will relay all of this. To the council when we Her name's meet. Shiver, if that helps. Oh, I suppose it does. <laughs> she introduced herself mid mid murder. No, it was. I wasn't there. I read about it. <laughs> I think it looked kind of a little bit like possibly she was underdressed from the to Robbie, and it was him that did it all, possibly. And did did he perhaps introduce himself as well? No, he was dead by the time we got there. So she was underdressed by the dead Robbie. Uh, she she didn't look like she was there willingly, and then she trapped us in... Um, yeah, the Tarabi did it, I'm pretty certain. He's dead now, so I don't know who's doing these other murders. Um, I, oh, what's that over there? <laughs> so before, when um, Illy was talking about like why what the meeting was about... Did Cammy feel like he was being honest or like forthcoming about everything? Go ahead and roll empathy. Oh, I would love to with my very shiny, pretty, diehard dice. 
Um, okay, okay. I can work with that. I got a five. You definitely get the feeling that he has more information than he is giving you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then um, Cammy scoots up par- as part of the, the more trying to get out of this situation. Um, Cammy scoots up and sort of tr- waves her arms around wildly so he looks down enough to see her. And, and then, um, so you're, how did you kind of get on the board to decide sort of all these, all these relic decisions? I you know, I, I, I mean, I, I oh. it's very important, but I just don't understand how you got on there. <laughs> it, it's a minor, a minor thing of, of being a court mage of one of the six kingdoms. So that, uh, tends to, oh, seven, seven kingdoms. So that, uh, tends to be important. So, uh, all of the court mages have been called uh to to this meeting as well as the council i thought that in general you had to be a sort of a member of the council i thought it was kind of an in-house thing i don't i don't really think they let i didn't think that they let a lot of their you know secret doings out with court mages that weren't actively serving on the council and it's possible that they have made decisions already and will uh, distribute those decisions as they see fit i have simply a missive uh asking me to you know come and and hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yep. That oh, that all checks out, Ellie. It's been a it's been a fun time. Oh, you got an orange stuck in your pocket. There, gonna grab that. She grabs the orange out of his pocket. She starts eating that. Um, it was actually a pocket square. She still eats it. She's <laughs> confidently walking off in the wrong direction. All right. Well, let's <laughs> God, let's get this party started. I got this very dry orange. This very thin, dry orange. Love that. Yeah. Let's let's get rolling. Everyone is here for a good and honest reason mm-hmm. <laughs> okay i will uh I, I suppose i will see you later then Totally. and he heads off to the spire cammy has committed to the direction that she was walking but it's probably wrong so she'll slow down and like look around and then go over to the right direction with the rest of the gang starts heading off so you guys have some options i will kind of behind the gm screen tell you that it's uh, he's going to be gone for about two hours and then he is coming back directly to kind of have the discussion uh, with you guys about what happened. So I don't know if you guys would do anything in those two hours that you are sitting there parked in a crystal city, or if you could do me the favor of saying, nah, we're just going to hang tight on a boat for a couple hours. I think Cammy would tell everyone that she's getting a weird vibe from Illy, but other than that. This city is literally Lola's, like, vice. <laughs> mm-hmm. In that it's a tiny, giant, shiny city. So it's not, I would like to point out, it's not super shiny. So it's like oh, okay. very like opalescent type crystals. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All of a sudden, it's not shiny <laughs> for this very important reason. <laughs> yeah. Lola starts trying to take over the whole city. <laughs> Shrugs, um, gives up, goes and sits with the others. What we'll just say, uh, sorry for. Put my foot in a, a bit back there a little bit. I, I didn't want them to go off, you know, and kill Shiva when, you know, she didn't actually do anything wrong. Well, that we know of, she is an assassin. Well, I mean, I'm sure in the past she's done something wrong, but no, haven't we all? <laughs> to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't yep. yet. Uh, stick around, kid. <laughs> uh, should we go try and find some pie <laughs> in this crystalline city? So we go off and eat pie for two hours. <laughs> All right, it's terrible. You guys head back to the ship, and it is—you guys had the worst pie experience that you have ever uh, had. Like, you, it's you almost. See what it's, I was saying about expanding the palate. I mutter under my breath, so as <laughs> as you guys come back to the airship, you notice kind of down the down the street that Illstrek is on his way back with kind of his uh, his crew. He is bustling though. 
Uh-oh. He's, uh, he's kind of in a jog. Cammy's going to start keeping, like, a real close eye, like a real, mm-hmm. like, Kitsune magic close eye on this man. Just, you know, just in case. Okay. So he approaches. Okay. Um... <sighs> Okay, hurry, hurry inside. Let's uh, let's have a quick discussion. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, we are not okay. Uh, we're not in any danger. Uh, I, we just have to be quick because we I'm don't sorry, have but if someone says we're not in any danger, we're definitely in danger. We are not in danger. Kimmy writes, we are in total danger on her little notepad. We're not in danger. We're going to have a guest very soon that I would like to have you briefed quickly before he gets here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the owner of the shit pie shop in this town. <laughs> Just going, man. We've got something to say to Mort him. might have been right about the pilot situation. <laughs> Don't try the pies here. I, I should have told you that in advance. Listen, okay. So they have made some decisions, and they have decided, uh, much to, I'm sure, your chagrin, uh, Ezra, that they are not interested in uh, distributing any additional relics right now. What? What? They, they can't do that, can they? We've got a, well, a relicless paragon here. They they can, if they wish, um, withhold in uh, situations of dire distress, which they feel this is. Um, the explanation that was given was um, that obviously someone is uh, collecting these relics, uh, and the same person or group of people has been uh, assassinating the various paragons of uh, of Aorif. And if that was the case, then outfitting new, uh, very green uh, paragons with relics would just be throwing more... Hey, hey, we traveled with a paragon. We're not green. You traveled with the paragon. I 100% agree. You don't have to convince me. Ezra kind of sucks his, sucks his teeth. Like he's like, turns to Cammy and says, Cammy's still got that hole. <laughs> Cammy wants to empathize. Uh, she wants to see if any of this is legit again. Okay, uh-huh. She's going to okay. try that. Ed was already ready to go steal a relic because he was <laughs> told to get a relic. It's a five again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so yeah, he I mean, he's flustered, but he is on the up and up. It doesn't seem like he would ha- have been able to come up with this lie this quickly, and he has somebody that is on their way here that will uh, presumably corroborate this. So you're getting the feeling that it's uh, he is uh, he's telling you the truth. Wait, so who's on the way? Yeah, who's coming? The uh, the, the archmage actually is what? on his way uh, here. Uh, Christmas uh, Chubbottom is on his way. Yeah, uh, yeah, the very well-known, famous mage, Christmas Joe. He's one of my idols. Yeah, no, love that dude. No, he's he's a big deal, guys. Yeah, no, he's about as big a deal as there is. Uh, he's, guys, I had a Christmas Joe bottom poster in my room growing up. It, I'm very excited. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> so he is on his way here. Um, I, I, presumably he has a favor to ask. He says of you. So. That should be interesting, but it is, uh, it's coming from him directly that there's not going to be any relics given out right now. I think they are trying to figure out how to best resolve the situation. It's a response issue. And one relic versus several is not working out super well, uh, for everyone, uh, with the one relic, you know, the one relic side being the people that are getting killed and these several relics being the people that are obviously killing those people. Yeah, I, I can see the reason. It makes sense. It's just it's a bit of a shame. Poor old radical Evergod over there. Look at look at his little face. He looks heartbroken. This was like, very pouting. And then he just say that he, why does everybody always want a favor from us? Why can't we ever get a favor from someone else? Like a pair of gloves. <laughs> I, 
I think it has something to do with your friend <sighs> in in Murkheim. All my friends are on this boat. <laughs> you mean Mecca? It has something to do with Mecca. And at this point, the door opens and a uh, two foot seven gnome. Hell yes, on my level. <laughs> waddles on in with just the most effervescent nature to him. His robes are glistening and gleaming. And he he just comes on in and he says, Yes, your friend, uh, Mirka. We, uh, we have some questions to ask her. And Lola says, Holy Christmas, Fate's dead. <laughs> oh my god, Mr. Chepbottom, I love you. And KB tries to, like, shake his hand a lot. Shake no friend of mine. <laughs> well, we've, uh, you know, before we knew everyone was gonna get, uh, you know, we, we, we asked around, uh, and, or we've been asked, I suppose, to, 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 to hand out a couple of relics. And I didn't think much of it at the time. You know, you have a bunch of relics. You got some people that died. They need new relics. You give them relics, right? It makes sense. It's logic. Uh, so we gave an axe to your friend, Mirka. We, uh, gave, a a, a, a chest plate, I think, to a new, new fella over in Denderast. And then, uh, Boy, then everybody else starts dying. That's uh, that's real problematic. So we're going to need those back. And they don't want to give them back. It's a real complicated situation. They were summoned here just like everybody else. And sure enough, apparently, uh, they're not coming. So we were hoping. Uh, I was, you know, planning on going to Dinderest myself to, to talk to the king there and, and, and maybe their new paragon and, and try to work things out. But... I was hoping you guys could go to Murkheim. Talk to your old friend. Lola wakes back up and is like, Aw, Ezra, you're gonna have to kick Mirka's ass. <clears throat> no, I don't think we're gonna be going to Murkheim. Um, Mr. Mr. Chabottom, uh, you're the you're kind of the arch, you know, the archmage. Who told you? Because you said someone told you to let all these things out. Who who's you know calling those shots? I I I call those I call those shots. I probably just misspoke. Uh, oh, there was like no way that. <laughs> yeah. Can we roll something here? Cammy's, sure. Cammy's gonna roll so hard. Ooh. Oh, well, this one was okay. Um, four. And what is what is this? Empathy? Empathy. Um, one. Oh, I only got two. Okay, you both know this guy is, like, really kind of an enigmatic, weird type of guy. Books that you've read, he talks kind of in a, like, a, he talks around himself at times and has weird turns of phrases that, that, only makes sense to him. So you guys are both kind of chalking this up to one of those situations. Oh, okay. Strikes you as odd, but but he also kind of is an odd little dude. Okay. Knowingly odd. Okay. Hey, just, hey, once again, big fan. We told you that. Um, Just for fun, because we're such good friends. Um, Could we get like a, a tour of the vault and the, and the, you know, the college and, and kind of the vault and also, but the, kind of the city and just, you know, where, where the council works and also the vault a little bit, Um, you know, and just like see a, maybe a better pie shop, but then also maybe end in the vault. Can we do that? Um. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, you guys go to Murkheim, you oh, dang it. manage to get an axe back here, and absolutely, uh, you guys can have a tour pretty much whatever you want. Um, Let me yeah. tell you something, chubs. <laughs> <laughs> Lola have throws you, up in her mouth. If you send me and my team here to Murkheim to kill Mirka and get an axe, we're just gonna keep the fucking axe. This is aggressive. I had to do a rap battle, <laughs> sir. I had to kill a lot of electronic bears. Mort and I saved an entire town from Bukaki. 
So, you know, I was told I was a paragon. Well, okay. Let's let's get a few things out of the way. One, I am not asking you to kill anyone. I am trying to prevent war, which will inevitably happen if Murkheim and Dendaras continue to disagree with what the council has decided. So first and foremost, this is a anti-murder type situation. Uh, I don't think you know America and I's history. If I see America again, I'm going to kill her. Full stop. Hey, I, I, I don't think that's necessary. Ah, you also wanted to switch from a pie-based diet to noodles, so... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you would want to put up the noodles. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I don't think we need to kill Merka. Cammy pops in um, to, to the side of Crispus and says, Hey, just totally, totally fun random question. Uh, how fertile and easy to dig is the soil by sort of the big spot? <laughs> Would you have to know that? Like, when you step, does it leave footprints? I'm going to circle back around to that question. <laughs> Fair. Um, so what I'm hearing is that there's not a lot of support here from the delegates of Rim. Um, and the that, Paragon. The Paragon of Rim. Um, well, I mean, that's yet to be determined, isn't it? It's not that there's no no support. It's just we didn't end things on the best of terms with Mirka. I don't know if it will be an easy task to retrieve the axe from her. It'd be a lot easier to retrieve the axe if I had a, I don't know, a great maul to use to uh, fight against the great axes. I don't know where I would even begin to find one of those. Would you, Chumps? Uh, yeah, no, we have obviously things of that nature. But if I give that to you, then here's what I assume is going to happen. Uh, someone is likely already on their way to kill Mirka and to take the axe from her to put with all the other stuff that they've been stealing. And uh, that person is a significantly more danger to uh, us than you being upset with the fact that we are not going to outfit you with a, uh, a giant maul at this moment. And if I give you a maul and then you go down there to fight with her and her axe and then whoever that is shows up and decides to take everything, then now there's two more relics that they have and we are outnumbered. There's some sort of feats of strength I can do to, to prove how unkillable I am. Came all this way. Really was hoping I'd get a relic. Let's have you walk underwater and hang out. That was cool. <laughs> kind of hall of our, you know, race all death. Well... Listen, it's not a, it's, 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 it's a temporary setback, sure. But think about it this way. If you guys do this and you manage to reclaim the axe, and if, I mean, I, I am pretty certain I'll be able to get back out a dinder ass with a, a chest plate, uh, and we get it all back, well, then the, whoever's doing this will have no choice but to come to us, at which point we'll be able to defend ourselves. And, you know, that, that point, things can go back to normal. And, and, and you can have your, whatever, you know, you have first dibs, I guess, at that point. So this isn't a no, this is a, oh, this is a, try later. Well, absolutely. I mean, we can't have one-off relics going back out into the kingdoms like before until we solve this situation. But once right. it's solved, I'll tell you what, because you're helping out here, first pick, first dibs, anything, any, any of the relics you want. Hey, well. Hey, uh, I have a. Guess we're going to Merkheim. How, how do you feel? Um, I'm I'm a real map nut, big fan. Uh, how do you feel about blueprints of the spire? Do you have them like in your pocket? And could you? Can I? I she just, does love cartography. That's she's always talking about maps. That's basically a middle name, Cami Cartography Okana. It has a horrible ring to it, but hey, it's you know what my parents chose for me. So blueprints. 
So you're never coming inside the, the, the spire. You realize this now, right? <laughs> no. No, that's fine. That's fine. We're good and trustworthy. I'm just a big fan. Big, big fan. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that's uh, that's about all I got for you. All right. Well, we'll uh, embark uh, post, post haste. We, we will probably have to sneak into Merkung, because I think if the king sees us, he may... Ah, shit. You know, set, set his guards on us and stuff as, you know... Yeah, he's not a huge fan of us either. Are we sure that Mirka even takes the time to sit down and talk to us? In fact, Mirka does still have a Frankie talkie. We could always give her a call, as the, the people in Vrim say. She doesn't know who I am. Couldn't couldn't we like send me in as the representative for the new paragon of Alandia, assuming she doesn't know who that is, and then sort of get our foot in the door and then grease 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 her butt up? Uh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, no, that would that would that would definitely that would definitely work. I did already tell him that you guys would probably be coming. Um, we'll, we'll discuss tactics on the ship. So you got to get off because your boat's going a different direction than ours, and we're taking. This I don't boat. have a. I don't have a boat. I live here. Um, well, you're, I'll be, you're not coming with us. No, I'm not. Okay, good. I was planning on doing a teleportation thing to get over there. I don't know if that was right, what you well, guys were doing. Now we're going to take this boat. Cool. Okay. Wait, 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 that's, wait. That's More about this teleportation thing. I mean, uh, he's real certain on this boat thing, and she's not coming in the spire. Tell so. us about uh, this teleportation thing. Are you using uh, wither glasses or is it uh, uh, well, something else? Yeah, I mean, you can get those things about anywhere nowadays, at least to some of the major marketplaces, uh, like to to get to Dinderast. Uh, there's there are some to get to a clearing outside of Murkheim. There's a weird place for that, uh, and to a, like a place in the middle of a river uh, in Murkheim. I wonder um, how it's got there. Just a handful of weird places like that. But yeah, hey, it'll get us most of the way there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the right Crown City yet, but we'll figure it out. All right, Certainly fine. faster than taking a boat. Fine, we'll teleport. Okay, sure. Uh, I'll get you guys uh, some some teleportation discs, is what I've been calling them. Um, trying to rebrand a little bit. All right, we'll be here when you get back. All right, well, uh, th- thank you very much. Your your service to Oster and to the council is uh, greatly appreciated. You know what else you could do for us? Could, uh, I, I hate hire, to ask. Hire a new owner of the pie shop, because your pies here are real shitty. We've been all over the world. We've had a lot of pie. Worst pie. <laughs> Actually, that's uh, that's my brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, you know, maybe find him a new job. Uh, you decided to become an archmage and not a pie maker, presumably because you were shit at making pies like your brother. Maybe let him do some magic. Um, well, uh, I happen to like his pies. Jiminy makes the best pies uh, in the land. And uh, if you don't think that's true... Maybe you can make him new head of security I... for the for the spire because he seems real real good at, at all that stuff. And I have a good relationship okay, with him. Okay, I'm going to leave the boat now. Um, I'll have some people bring over some wither glasses. It was uh, interesting meeting all of you, and uh, don't die. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to kill that guy, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Guys! (laughs) Okay, that could not have gone much worse, Um, just as a casual observer. Um, (laughs) This is kind of our vibe, my guy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. Yeah, no, it's it's actually kind of exciting. I don't usually get to see people uh, just so totally screw everything up, and still it manages to work out on the other end. We're very lovable. Kami remembers what she did earlier and sort of like, and then spits back up the small orange uh, pocket square and gives it back to Illy. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, thank you. Um, I will hand this off to one of my friends here that will 
uh, make sure it is put with the rest of my pocket squares. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't an orange. I, I kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of bluffed that one. We did a real good job with, uh, with Chub Bottom, though. He's my favorite. Yes. Uh, so, do you think that uh, we will be greeted with uh, open arms or anything when we get there? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, Chub. Oh no, no, no! They're gonna try and kill us. I'm optimistic. And actually, I mean, to be quite fair, she was. She was one of the more optimistic. Uh, people I, I feel like I've ever run into um, over the course of my travels, um, which could be downright infuriating at times. I mean, you know, sometimes we were in dire situations with uh, the, 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 the ever-gaping maw of the abyss uh, spiraling in towards us, and uh, Kami would, would say something to the effect of, oh, you know, th- th- this looks fun. <laughs> it's like, that's... That's a that's a that's a that's a maw. That's an abyssal maw. You know, it's not fun. It's not fun for most. Of you know, she she thought of things a little bit differently. Um, I mean, eventually you can pick up some of the sarcasm, but it was very very subtle, very nuanced. But that's what you get with a kintsune. But yeah, no. Um, what would we be greeted with uh, with arms wide open in in Merkheim? Well, you know, things had changed uh, in a lot of ways. Morton, Ezra, and and Lola, even at that time, was seen as as liberators of uh, of a kingdom. You know the background story about what really went down between Amatha and Eloy. Nobody really knew. They just they just knew that these uh these uh, these these heroes helped uh, re- regain a, a kingdom um, to a, a noble and, and, and rightful heir. Everybody knew Eloy was a wiener, but what they didn't realize was that Amatha was kind of an asshole, you know, because I mean, he was a decent king, but boy, did he get there in really shitty ways. So, you know, there's, 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 some, there's some questions there, right? So, I mean, we were all a little worried, I think, at the time, how we would be viewed and treated when we arrived, specifically by the king and by Mirka. But our story will have to wait until next time. Uh, for there is much adventure ahead, and uh, I definitely can't tell any more of it tonight. I'm starting to kind of get a little bit of a headache. There's some fumes happening. I don't know if you've all noticed this, but there's a bit of a miasma kind of in this general area. And I'm not stalking, I'm not talking specifically about here at the Gilded Ram. I'm just saying Merkheim in general has you ever noticed it's a little bit foggier than normal. I mean, it's always been a foggy place, but... Yeah, it's thicker. There's something thicker about the fog these days. I spend too much time up on stage, and uh, I just I start to get a little bit of a head rush. You know how it is. So I think I will away to my upstairs apartment. Uh, at what point I, uh, you know, will be out of the majority of the haze. Um, listen, I, I don't want to break down the rules of haze to you, but, you know, it kind of stays lower to the ground and it doesn't really travel too often far. Anyway, um, I will see all of you here next time at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your minute on bartenders. And um, I, 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 I got to get out of this place. That was a hell of an episode. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part is when my character gummed a pocket square because Adam likes to punish me. Did it taste like oranges? Yeah, no, I because I did it. I did it live and in person for the stream. Yeah, I did notice you 
like eaten like a handkerchief. I did wonder what you were doing. Yeah, no, I thought about shoving my entire shirt in my mouth, but you know, I haven't done that since college. So yeah, no, I gummed a handkerchief and boy howdy, is that thing dry as a bone. Yeah, you should have added some, like, hot sauce or something. Oh, yeah, sriracha makes all handkerchiefs palatable, and that's what I love about sriracha. It says that on the bottle as well. Yeah, weird tagline. It's like a jingle almost. Sriracha makes all handkerchiefs palatable. It's a brilliant jingle. Oh, yeah, practically the tune of my childhood. Yeah, I watched a lot of commercials growing up. I was very impressed with Cammy's and your knowledge of the podcast you knew everything that we didn't know well the fun thing is that i took a lot of notes doing a deep re-listen before you know you guys let me onto the cast and so i feel like i feel like adam hates that because <laughs> because <laughs> like i'll just drop in something he's like oh oh yep 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 <laughs> so uh i love that it causes him pain that may have been a reason that he did bring you on because oh, i was the only so one that knew stuff sort of went up to him and was like, look, I actually know what's going on in this podcast. You should bring me on. Hey, I'm the one person that knows what's going on with your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Even Adam doesn't know what's going on with our podcast half the time. Our fearless leader. Speaking of fearless leaders, not sure how I'm going to segue into this one. Here's a fearless review by Fez, aka Kayvon. Says, awesome storytelling and gameplay. The story is great characters and cast have fantastic chemistry and play acting captivating production from episode one can't wait for more keep it up guys gals yetis and skeletons and of course avian wizards and all your listeners help support if you can i may have already read that one in the past (laughs) that's okay it deserves to be read again that was so nice yeah it's a good one god people are nice thank thank you kevin i have i have another um review it's a super recent one it oof oof coming in hot off the presses this says unique fun and hilarious five stars by steph o kingston i don't know her but she sounds fun and like she makes good pink hair choices brute force features the most ragtag gang of misfits you'll ever see on a podcast and i'm not just talking about the characters all the players shine as their characters and adam is a great gm itunes may be drowning in real play podcasts but you won't regret you won't regret listening to brute force and i haven't personally i have not regret listening to it i have and that's fair i regret listening to it all the time i have to listen to it a lot yeah yeah the thing about editing is that you do have to listen to it a lot and i mm -hmm, i already regret all the things that i've you know chosen to edit because they all have my voice in them and i do hate my voice oh yeah same does anyone really like their voice? Adam. Adam loves his voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam does. Yeah. Adam loves his voice. But you know you know what else I love? Gosh, I love reading reviews that are super recent and relevant and have the correct podcasting app and not an outdated podcasting app reference because it's an older review. And mm, and, and the correct characters referenced yeah, as well. Yeah, because yeah. very, very few Fox, you know, Fox mentions in a lot of these yeah, reviews. I don't think I've actually read a review that mentions any Foxes yet, so we should probably get some Yeah, of first of all, how dare you, listeners? <laughs> I think there have been more reviews that mention Goldie than there have been that mention Candy. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been one that mentions Vampire Murder Bears. Yeah. 
Yeah, so first person to write a review that mentions Cami wins a review read. So the, one of the reasons that I, Ray, and I, Cami, know so much about the story is because I read everything and I re-listen to everything. And if you think for one second that you could write a nice thing about me on the internet that I won't see and cherish and hang up in my house on my refrigerator, you're wrong. I want it, I crave it, I need it, and I love it. So please. That sounds like a challenge. Yeah, I'm challenging everyone to be nice to me. Everyone write <laughs> a review and hide it in the most obscure place you can and see if Ray can track it down. Yeah, hide it. Tumblr, Reddit, RedTube, uh, <laughs> you know, all the websites. Live journal. RedTube? Those are all the websites I know. <laughs> Well, those are my bookmarks. I'm reading my bookmarks. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on Twitter at BruteForceCast. You can get me at Moodza. Z, not Z. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at MRLadylike. Adam is at the Adam Bash. Patrick is at Pat underscore Rankin. Nope. Nope. Wrong again. Everyone gets it wrong. It's Patrick underscore Rankin. It's Patrick? Ugh. He would. He's from North Carolina. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> Pat's on Twitter at Patrick underscore Rankin. And Carly is at Animated Me, where the E's, E's are three. That's a good slogan. <laughs> I like that one. It's much better than Sriracha's slogan, to be honest. Yeah, Sriracha's slogan, they, you know, Big Sriracha dropped the ball with that. They really did. Yeah, I mean, Sriracha with the E's of threes doesn't make much sense there. So I can see why they went with the, the handkerchief thing. There should be more of the letter E in the word Sriracha, and I don't yeah. know how many times I need to say that before people start getting the message. Sriracha. Anyway, <laughs> on that bombshell, we shall crust you on the flip side. See you later. <laughs> I came up with my own. <laughs> <laughs>